Hi ladies, welcome to the Mature Podcast where we talk all things healing and walking into our purpose after overcoming grief or trauma. Let's get into it. Hey ladies, welcome back. We are now at episode two and I'm so glad you decided to tune in today. And as always, I am just happy to be here. So let's just jump right on in. Today I want to speak on sibling loss. As you all know, I lost my brother about two and a half years ago. And when I say sibling loss, I really, really mean sibling loss. I only had one sibling. He was all I had. And he's gone. And when he left, you know, as I always say, like, I felt like a part of me was gone. I felt like I lost a piece of my soul. And I know that's common in sibling loss. And I also know that a lot of people don't take into consideration the, the emotional effect that it, the loss had on the surviving siblings. So I came across a quote, and it really, really, really touched me, and I'm going to share it with you all. And it says, when a parent dies, you lose the past. When a child dies, you lose the future. But when a sibling dies, you lose the past and the future. And when I read it, I, I was quiet for a while because I had to really go into deep thought and think about what it was really saying. So the first part, when it says, when a parent dies, you lose the past. And of course, because your parents are older than you, than you. So they've lived in the past, right? And most of the times when our parents die, they're much older. And we feel as though they're, they've lived their life. And if they die at an older age, we feel as though they may have lived and fulfilled a full life. And when our child dies, of course... By nature, they're younger than you. And you feel as though no matter what age they die, if it's a child, if it's a teenager, a young adult, we still feel as though they had a whole life ahead of them. They had more things to live for. And they were robbed short of that. But then when we think about siblings, you lose your past and your future. And that's because... Nine times out of ten, not always, our siblings are around the same age as us. So we grew up with them. That's our past. And we still have so much more life ahead of us. And that's our future. And so it's like they were taken away at a time that we still needed them. They were taken from us and we still had the rest of our life ahead of us. And a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't really resonate with the siblings. I've noticed and I can say this from experience from when I lost my brother. Everyone is so concerned for the parents. Although my brother didn't have a wife, nor did he have children, I noticed when other people's siblings die that they, that others around them that are trying to um, comfort them, they really gravitate towards the parents if the parents are still alive, the surviving spouse, the children of the deceased. But they sometimes forget to see how the sibling is doing. They forget to check on the sibling. And like I said, when I lost my brother, I experienced this. Everyone was so concerned and welcoming to my mom, which is, of course, great. That's what she needed because she really, really, really took it hard. It was it was catastrophic, if I can say the least. Um, <clears throat> but I noticed that they would just ask, oh, Stacey, how are you? Oh, is everything okay? 
but they would really go into death and pray with my mom, talk to my mom, call my mom. I would get a sorry for your loss, my deepest condolences. I'll be praying for you. But I never really got the comfort from others that everyone showed my mom. And to me, at, at that time, you know, I was too busy trying to be strong for my mom as well that I really didn't realize that I was missing that um, affection from others. And I didn't realize that, hey, they don't think it's as much as a big deal to me as it is to my mom. But what people fail to realize is when you lose a sibling, you lose your other half. This person is the person that was there from day one. This person knows all your intimate secrets. This person knows what triggers you. This person knows what makes you happy. This person knows what makes you sad. This person knows... Things that no one else knows because you guys grew up together. You learned together. You mourned together. You faced obstacles together. Whatever the first problems you had in childhood, your sibling was right there. They saw you through it. Whether they helped you, whether they hindered you, whether they caused a problem, they were right there. So no one really knows you like your sibling knows you. And no one really can touch the place of a sibling. And I said all that to say this. When you see or when you are comforting a sibling, just be mindful of their feelings. Understand that this is a great loss to them as well. This is a loss to them that they'll never get over. It's it's something that has them feeling empty inside. It's something that makes them feel as though they may can't go on because they feel like they have no one else to talk to. They have no one else. They have no one as close to them as their sibling was. And a lot of us don't realize just how important siblings are until you lose them. Although my brother and I had a very, very close relationship, I really still didn't understand just how much I loved that man until he left. I didn't realize how much I needed him until I couldn't need him anymore. I didn't understand or realize just how much I loved those bear hugs he gave me until I couldn't get any more. I always cherished and appreciated the bond that he had with my two children. And I didn't realize just how important of an uncle he was to my children until the first day of school after my brother died. He died in July and the kids started school in August. And the first day of school, I sat there with my phone in my hand because every year I sent him a picture of them on their first day. He wasn't into social media. So whether I posted it on Facebook or not, he wouldn't have seen it. So I will always just send him a picture. And that day I sat there with the phone in my hand and I told my husband, I said, I just want to send him a picture. And he said, you can. You can still send it to his phone. It's fine. Do it. But I sat there a little longer. Then I called my mom and I said, I need to send this picture. He has to see the kids. And she said, if that's going to make you feel better, go ahead, send it. And the more I sat there with the picture in his message box, ready to ready to press send, I I thought and I said to myself, when I don't get a response, it's going to tear me down even more. When I don't get a response, it's going to break me 
when I don't get a response, I'm going to lose it. So that day, I decided not to. That day, I decided to put my strength before my weakness. That day, I decided that regardless of what happens, he's gone and he's not coming back. And instead of me trying to live like he's still here, I need to live through the memories that we share. And, you know, we all go through those type of awakenings. And then we also backslide from those awakenings because at that moment, I found my strength for that day. But then the next day, I was in the bed wishing that I was with him. And grief is funny like that. It's like this uphill battle. It's like like it's like a roller coaster at an amusement park. Have you guys ever been to Bush Gardens in Tampa, Florida? They have like the, the craziest roller coasters. And it's like getting on one of those rides. But instead of it lasting for how long does a ride last? Like what, 30, 40 seconds, maybe a minute. So instead of like getting off this ride in 30 seconds, 45 seconds, a minute, however long they last, I don't think they last longer than maybe a minute and a half. You can't get off. It's like you're going to be on this roller coaster forever, forever. But, but there are still ways to heal from this roller coaster. There's still ways that you can get on this roller coaster and still, and still survive. And still learn to express those emotions, still learn to deal with those emotions, still learn to cope with the loss. Because let's get over, let's be honest, we're never going to actually get over losing someone, especially not a sibling. We'll never get over it. But we'll, we can learn to heal from it. We can learn to cope with it. We can learn to move forward with it. And that's what I like to tell people. You have to understand the emotions that you're going through in order to heal. And when I say heal, I don't mean like a cut that, you know, over time, once you put a little ointment and a bandaid over it, it goes away. No, this type of healing is an ongoing process forever. This type of healing is only to heal you to be able to move forward. You're going to still have those moments when you cry. You're going to still have those moments where you feel like you can't go on, but it will get easier once you learn how to deal with each one of those emotions. It'll get easier as time goes on because time waits for no one. It has to keep going. Other things in your life will come that's going to bring you happiness, that's going to bring you peace. But if you stay in a funk, if you just stay soaking, you're going to miss out on it. And that's something else that I had to learn when I lost him. I used to, well, I'm not going to even say used to because I still struggle with it. I hate celebrating my birthday now because I lost him on his birthday. And so when my birthday comes along and my friends or my husband or my family tries to get me to do things, it's hard for me because I feel guilty. I feel like okay, I'm out here celebrating my birthday, living my best life. And he tried to do the same thing on his birthday and he died. So why am I celebrating when he lost his life on his day of birth? And although that's not fair to myself, it's just the everyday mental struggle that I have to go through. So last year, my best friend decided to take me out of the country for my birthday just to try to help. And it did until the day of my birthday um, I was in a funk, I, I, but I pushed through. 
I pushed through because I understood and I knew that if he was still here and even in his afterlife, he wants me to live my best life. <clears throat> He's always had my best interests at heart. It was always, you can do it. Do this. Do that. Girl, you got it. You so smart. You can handle this. That was his encouragement for me. So I know regardless of him being here or not, he still wants me to continue on in life. He still wants me to be who I am. He still wants me to live. He still wants me to be the great mother that he says that I am, that he said that I was, excuse me. He still wants me to be the strong, independent daughter that my mother raised. He still wants me to be the little sister that he bragged on to anybody who would listen. And for that, that's why now I stand strong because now I've accepted that. I've understood that in regardless of if he's here or not, he still sees me and he's still rooting for me and I can't let him down. And for any of you out there who's lost a sibling, understand you can't let that sibling down. You can't. So you have to do what it is that you need to do. To step into your strength, to find that strength, and to push through and heal from this loss. I can't say that you'll stop grieving because you won't. And I can't say that you'll stop crying because you won't. But what I can say is it'll get better. It'll get easier. You'll find the strength within yourself once you understand those emotions, once you get through feeling each emotion. Once you go through each emotion, that roller coaster ride is not going to be as terrifying. It'll be more of a, okay, today is not a good day. What do I normally do when I'm having a bad day? Do you just lay around? Do you watch TV? Do you pretend like you're having a good day, even though it's a bad day? Do you go shopping? Do you go out to eat? Do you hang out with your family, your friends, your children? What do you do to push through on that bad day? That's what you do. When you're having a good day, push through the good day. Knowing your triggers is what's going to help you overcome. And understanding that your sibling is still with you, regardless of what may be present to you, know that they're still in your heart, know that they're still here with you in spirit, and their soul is still living on. And if you're on the, if your the shoe is on the other foot, and you're comforting a sibling, understand that they have suffered a tremendous loss. Understand that they don't know how to feel. Be compassionate. Be sincere, but most importantly, just be there for them. Understand them. Listen to them if they if they need to talk. And if they don't want to talk, sit with them. Hold their hand. Hug them. Sit there in silence with them. Just allow them the time to grieve, the time to let it out, the time to just go through the motions. Just allow them to grieve in their own way. Thank you all for joining me. On episode two of the Mature Podcast, where we talked about sibling loss. Tune in next Tuesday for another podcast. Have a great day. Bye.